Hey, everyone. This is Allison Kapskowski. Welcome to this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I'm so glad that you're here to join me on this Tuesday morning. I hope wherever you are listening to me from that you're having a great day. And so we are halfway through December, if you can believe that. Um, I was looking at my calendar the other day, and I could not believe that we have less than two weeks left in this year and in this decade. That's just still a little too much for me to swallow some days. So continuing on our focus today, if you have not yet had a chance to listen to my first episode for December, I would encourage you to go back and do that. Even if you've already listened to it, I would encourage you to go back and maybe hit play again when you have a few free minutes, because really our focus this month is on the concept of the makeup mindset, this this thought process that we engage in, that where we think that we have to continually make up for things that we're not doing. And Obviously, what I have come to learn in my short existence here on this planet is that this is typically um, just a symptom of something else. And what it amounts to is is this belief in ourselves that whatever we're doing isn't enough at the moment. And so I've had the opportunity to interview um, a couple of pretty amazing folks this month already. And I'm super excited that a friend of mine has decided to join me today to kind of talk a little bit about his journey a little bit. Charles Westfall is a, is a good friend of mine, um, uh, and no offense to any of you UNC fans out there, but he is a fellow buddy of mine, so I would encourage you, if you are biased in that regard, to please just at least keep an open mind um, as far as what we're going to talk about. So, um, so I'm going to let Charles introduce himself, um, and then we're just going to have a candid conversation, and so um, Charles, I'll let you just tell the audience a little bit about you. Okay, thank you, Allison. So. Um I believe we first met several years ago. I think I took one of your hit classes uh-huh. and, and uh, it, I may have gone three or four, uh-huh. um, but um, uh, to those, to your office downtown, yeah. but in any way, in any event, I, um, uh, I've just always sort of tried to keep in shape and over the years and, uh, and I just hit a spot essentially where, uh, self-care became paramount and important. Um, and that was about four or five years ago. I had a cardiac episode and, uh, it, it really sort of, um, you know, brought things to light in terms of what I needed to do. Okay. Sometimes it takes an, sometimes it takes something happening to us really to get us to open our eyes. Wouldn't you agree with that? Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and, um, you know, the circumstances of of my situation uh, were that I'd kind of gotten off the wagon a little bit and, uh, you know, was hitting fast food joints and whatnot, and then went in for a dental appointment and had some soreness in my shoulder and ended up uh, not having the cleaning that morning. They, uh, I'm sure it was a little bit of a wake-up call to people in the dentist office because there was a stretcher being (laughs) wheeled in. But, um, but in any event, um, yeah, so, uh, I essentially had to wear a life vest. I'm not sure if you know what those are. It's kind of an external sort of pacemaker, but when you have something like that happen, it's, you know, no pun intended, it sort of shocks you into making better choices about what you're doing. You know, um, uh, I I just, there's just like just a litany of things that I started to do. And one of the things that um, was impressed upon me was, uh, and I'm not trying to get too t- 
technical with medical terminology, but I had to make a big jump with my, my heart, uh, the way it was beating and whatnot within about three months. I didn't have a heart attack, but it was essentially, I was going to have a, a pacemaker put in. Uh-huh. Um, and that, you know, that'll scare you pretty, pretty much. But, you know, the, the doctor was fairly confident that if I, you know, we continued to make the right decisions that I would be fine. And as it turned out, I had an echo done and I have them every other year now. And I, uh, I, I went back into the normal range. Um, and, um, one of the things I started to do was, you know, get 10,000 steps a day and, uh-huh. um, and then kind of sticking to a Mediterranean diet. And, um, that has been largely successful. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if I'm going sort of veering off the questioning there, but, um, there, you know, there's some things that I've been able to do to, uh, to keep things, you know, on the up and up. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, and honestly, life just happens. It happens to all of us. And I mean, I'm, I'll be 52 in May. And even though this is what I do for a living, there's still plenty of weeks where I don't feel like I'm doing the best at looking after me. So, so I can completely relate to, you know, the, the not staying on the straight and narrow on the regular. But the bottom mm-hmm. line is, is that, you know, we have to find what really works for us. Yes. And I think you kind of, and I think several people have said it, you sort of have to at some point kind of maybe adjust your goals and sort of modify what success really is. And that probably pertains to your health. So, you know, what I started, what I was doing three or four years ago in terms of workouts and uh, nutrition, um, you just sort of have to tweak those um, over time, I think to prevent boredom uh, for one thing. And then, the other thing is you reach a, a goal and then you'll plateau if you, you know, necessarily keep going with it. Not that you don't keep the core principles, you know, and I think most people know what those are, Yeah, right. uh, but, you, but you, you do have to kind of, uh, in order to make inter- incremental progress, I think you need to adjust. Yeah. Well, and, and the reality is, is that anything can happen to any one of us on any day of the week. I'm sure when you went into the dentist that day, that was the last thing on your mind, you know? You oh, absolutely. Yeah. That, that was actually going to happen. And, you know, I can't tell you how many people I talk to who say who the first time that they'll actually think about doing something for themselves is when something actually happens. And obviously we want to be as proactive as we can, but at the same time, we have to cut ourselves some slack because we have to, you know, be, we have to be able to live our lives too. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And, um, kind of going along with, you know, what we were saying was with adjusting and incrementalizing, uh-huh. uh, I started off doing Mediterranean diet and now I'm actually have a meeting the, the day after new year's, uh, oddly enough, uh, with a, with the keto guru or one of them here in the area. Uh-huh. And, He's, and he's a big believer in saying, you know, don't let a cheat day become a cheat month. Um, yeah, and that's a great motto. I love that. I'm probably going to end up using that for myself in the future too. It's, it's so easy to lapse into it. And, um, and I've got to the point now where I have some things living wise that are very good. I have a, you know, a nice gym downstairs. I can't help but be reminded of it when I walk out the door to work, but uh-huh. just as Go to my right. Um, there's Enzo's Pizza and Dunkin' Donuts right there. Um, 
you know, so <laughs> the it's a picture of good health, right? <laughs> right, right. It's like the devil on your shoulder. And then, you know, as soon as you walk outside, but, um, yeah. sometimes I try to modify, you know, if I, if I cave in, I'll like, well, I'll go ahead and get a medium coffee, but I won't get the sugar and yeah. maybe one, maybe one cream. Yeah. Um, instead of just going and, you know, and get just crashing on, on the bad stuff. Yeah. Because you know, what happens is, is that, you know, you give yourself, you know, it's okay to give yourself permission to enjoy, you know, something decadent like a donut or, or a piece of cake or dessert or whatever, however, whatever, however you look at that. But, but the reality mm-hmm. is, is that if we're not careful, you know, we can let, we can let one instance kind of turn into a whole day and a whole week and a whole month to piggyback on what you were saying. And yeah. what we're doing at that point is we're just reinforcing the bad habit. Yeah. And I think what, what it also does too, and you might be saying this in addition is when you continually put yourself in that path, then you look, you might look up the next, wake up the next morning and look at yourself and say, well, it's, I'm never going to get, you know, the hopelessness sort of, Right. Starts starts to take over. Well, and, and it's so uh, easy to, you know, to be so aware of the things that we've done wrong that we don't stop for a minute and two things and realize that number one, all we have to do is decide that something's going to be different. And number two, that, you know, we have to give ourselves a little bit of grace and say, mm-hmm. you know, whatever's done is done. You know, we can't do anything about what's already happened. Yeah, I I think you very much have to be forward thinking, yeah, and and not and not just uh, you, you know caught up in being um, I don't know if contrite always being contrite is uh, the right way to say it, uh, but you um, you just can't get obsessed with your uh, with your mistakes. I think um, I was reading um, one of the coaches that uh, in the ACC said. In terms of this is a basketball coach, he's not Carolina or Duke, but um, he impresses upon his teams not to collect mistakes. And oh, I thought that was a very interesting kind of turn of the phrase. Yeah, um, you totally. know, to kind of um, to, to sort of approach uh, self care and uh, and really whatever other elements of your life that you're looking at. Yeah, totally. Because I think it's just our nature; it's human nature to just constantly have our shortcomings in the front of our mind. It's like I was having this discussion with a colleague a couple of weeks ago that we can be doing all these great things and then we have one bad day and that's the one thing that stands out to us. It's mm-hmm. not that we've already made all this progress. It's that we fell off the wagon for a day or two. That's what's really front and center in our mind. And it really should be the other way around. It really should. It really should. I, I, think, it, I think people are just wired that way. I don't know whether it's just the way things are covered media wise or, you know, you can't sell papers without, you know, harping on what's wrong. Right. Uh, But um, it it seems like a societal sort of, you know, uh, neo Puritan kind of way to look at it. Yeah, totally. So why don't you tell my audience a little bit about, you know, just a little bit about your background, because I know you're really sports inclined and just how you've, um, how you've sort of modified that as you've gotten a little older and, you know, everything has sort of changed is, is the way it is with all of us as we get older. We have, we can't, we have to realize that we're not, you know, it's like, I always like to say, I have to 
really think about the fact that I'm not 25 anymore. I want to think that I'm, but I'm really not. <laughs> right. Right. No, I, I think, um, it's, it's, uh, I, I, you know, I can't, I, I think about this sometimes because when I was, uh, you know, much younger, I could, and for me, this was a big deal. I could run, uh, a, like a, almost a, tw- a six minute mile for two miles. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm not going to be able to get back to that. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't, I don't believe just for a variety of reasons. It was about a hundred pounds ago, but, uh, uh-huh. for one. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, I have sort of come to terms with things that I can do. Um, I think for instance, like a more realistic goal, and then I'm going to touch on this with my nutritionist guru guy is, you know, I'd like to maybe, I'd like to maybe lose half of what, I put on. Uh-huh. And I think that would be a, I think that would be a good, he's probably going to ask me, why is that? And I just said, well, you know, that's, I, I kind of, that, that was a point in my life. And I remember it when I was that, you know, that particular uh, body type or a weight when I was, um, you know, just felt a lot better, uh-huh. uh, was more effective and in, in my life. And so that, that would be sort of one sort of long range goal. But I think it's just putting a lot of incrementally right decisions in front of you. Yeah. Um, if you're going to mess up, just like you said, just have amnesia about it to a degree. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah, get, get on. Yeah. Get, get on the right. Uh, just, just, you know, get back on it and don't, uh, you know, it's just not going to, it's just not going to be a, um, trying to think of the right way to say it, but it's, it, it's not going to be a type of line where, you're not going to have um, stops and starts. It's going to be more of an EKG, right? Uh, right. Got to try to try to make those lines a little less dramatic. Yeah, and I think I think we just you know we want to think that the the way to get to where we want is in a complete straight line. You know, we want to think that that nothing that that's actually the ideal situation. And mm-hmm. You know, I guess when I was younger, I used to think that too, because when we're younger, that's just, I think, how we think. But as we get, as we get older and life happens and we get busy with other responsibilities, it's, it's so easy to, to sort of see that straight line turn into more of a zigzag. But the mm-hmm. side of that is that I think there's a whole lot that we can learn from the things that we do wrong. We can probably learn from that than the things that we actually do right. You can, and I think, and I think putting yourself in, in, uh, in an environment um, that promotes that is really good. I, I work over at Duke Hospital, and one of the things that I get every day I look forward to is checking the emails uh, because they they put a lot of um, physical fitness incentive things in front of you, uh, like group um, group exercise workouts. You know, they'll put. Mm-hmm. And what they do is they dangle um, these live for life dollars uh-huh. uh, in front of you. And so you, what you can do with those live for life dollars, for instance, is, you know, maybe you go and um, you get like a, a certain type of um, cup that would measure out a serving uh, versus a portion, uh-huh. um, you know, and, and uh, then I think the other thing is they also allow you if you don't have the schedule you'll have weigh-ins or check-ins and um and then you also have access to nutritionists and and whatnot i'm not sure everyone has that uh i guess my point is is that if you can find those externally 
um, either, you know, online or, you know, in some sort of um, discussion group uh, that 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 at least benefited me. Yeah. Well, and having having, you know, not just resources, but somebody that you feel accountable to. I mean, help, even if it's just a a buddy that's, uh, you know, that you just check in with each other from time to time. That might be, and that might be the bigger challenge of the two. And I, and I, that's one of those things that ambitiously I'd like to find that person. I think I'll find one of them here pretty quickly. Uh-huh. Um, you know, the one that I mentioned, but yeah, uh, you know, someone that I like a coworker would be yeah, terrific or fantastic or someone that I work with. Um, that that's you, you kind of just sort of uh, I'm writing this down now. I need to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, doing do that. So, yeah. So anyway, but um, yeah, because account accountability, being accountable is, you know, we we tend to think too, and I'll just um I'll just expand upon what you just said is that, you know, being accountable is so much more than just checking in with somebody. I mean, I think to your point, you know, realizing that needing to retweak a goal that you have or mm-hmm. some sort of reminder, like you mentioned in the email is almost a way that we can be accountable to ourselves. Yeah. It sort of saves you the, the practice of, uh, you know, of, of going, you know, to your notes on your phone. I mean, if you have someone else that's kind of reaching through the, through cyberspace to say, Hey, you know, there's, here's something you would be, you should be um, not concerned about, but here's something you might be interested in. Yeah. And, and, and we're also doing testing this month so we can, you know, check your cholesterol, your BP, all that stuff, body yeah. weight percentage, and well, um, and just yeah. being, because um, I think I think what's always interesting to me, being that I've been a group fitness instructor since college days, um, is that you know everyone knows what they need to do. I mean, I think we all know that we need to put ourselves top of the priority list as far as not just health and fitness, but just everyday general self care. But yet we almost find a way to not make that happen because we think that everybody else is either more important or, you know, commitments that we've made are more important. And as a result mm-hmm. to, to the point of the whole makeup mindset, you know, that I'm expanding upon in December is that, you know, we become so much more aware that there's so many more things to do. And I guess my question to you just from your own experience is, is that why do you think we tend to put, why do you think we tend to justify why everything else is more important? I I guess it depends on what those things are, but um, I, there's obviously a sense of um, overvaluing those things uh-huh. of your physical, you know, fitness. Like, you know, if I don't get this thing done, then you know, I might get called in, you know, or I could see from an employment yeah. perspective where that tendency to overwork and you know, then all of a sudden it's nine o'clock at night and you're like, oh, well, you know, I'll have to reboot and hopefully get to it tomorrow in terms of taking care of yourself. Well, I think it, it sort of ele- sometimes I guess there's a tendency to elevate it. Elevate. Oh, there's a big time tendency to there's and, you know, we we sell it. We tell ourselves the story that, well, to your point, well, if I don't get this done, my boss is going to, you know, I'm something's going to happen. Or if I don't get this done, then, you know, it's everything else is going to nothing. All these other things won't happen. And the reality mm-hmm. of this is that if we continually ignore ourselves, then we're not helping anybody, including ourselves. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and to your point, I mean, I, I've just, uh, something that's just sort of come up physically with me, I've had some uh, upper back issues and um, you made a great referral to me. Um, and that's sort of a, a new form of self-care. Um, so that, that, that helps me kind of not lapse uh, to bring it back uh, to what we were talking about. That helps mm-hmm. me. And I made time to not lapse into, well, you know, what's going on with my career? Um, how do I just keep, keep pounding at that yeah, or right. that sort of thing? Well, and it's, 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 it's not just a mindset, but I think it's, it's a cultural thing in our culture more than anything. I mean, we almost wear it as a badge of honor that if, that if we don't just continually push and press and pound the pavement and work more, and it's almost like I worked an 80 hour work week. It's like, we should all be applauding people who do that. Yeah. You know? And I mean, I'm guilty of that because that, that is my tendency. My tendency is just to keep going. But uh, what yeah. I realize as I've gotten older is, is that that means different things to different people. And that it's what's always available to us is the decision to do something different. I mean, that doesn't take, a lot of work to do that. You just simply have to decide that you're worth it. Yeah. I, and I was going to say, I, I've, I've seen this uh, quote. It's kind of a humorous one, but I, I sort of see it to what you're talking about with our, our, our tendency to obsess. It's everything in moderation, including moderation. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. <laughs> yeah. So it's, um, and, and so, you know, it's, um, you set yourself up. Uh, I was thinking, I just sort of flashed back to, um, you know, one of the things that um, I remember, one of the places I used to go to was a um, a place in Raleigh, and you'd look up at the. I'm sure people who live in Raleigh know this place, but if you look up on the walls, uh, you see plates of um, people who've reached like you know a certain beer threshold. So uh, I know like, exactly where you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So it's like <laughs> yeah. if you, you're on, you're on, you're you're killing it on one end in terms of getting something done work wise, and it's like, oh man, I can't get to working out, but I'll just go and get, you know, and grab a beer. And then you look up yeah. and, and here's a, here's a goal that's been, you know, that's like <laughs> it's absolutely just smashing uh, where you need to be. So. Well, it's true because that's a perfect example of my next point is that it, it's so easy for us to compare what we're doing to what someone else is doing. And it's like, as long <laughs> as we keep up with what Susie's doing or what my next door neighbor's doing, then maybe I won't feel so bad. You know, I'll feel like I belong if I can just keep up with that. Yeah. What that's actually teaching us is that, you know, as long as we're continually pushing, that's that's the only thing that we're teaching ourselves with that mindset is that just continuing to go, go, go is what we have to do, which is actually the total opposite of what we actually need. Yeah. But, well, but that's yeah, the easy I, way out for so many of us because that's what we know. Agreed. And I think that's why it's it's important that some of these things that have popped up, you know, I have people, uh, friends of mine that, um, are into yoga and meditation and whatnot, and they are, um, alternatives to that. Yeah. You know, totally. and, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, those, those, those types of things are, I think are important. They like to, you know, sort of stop the, uh, the music and, you know, or, or the, or the, uh, just just your journey for a little bit if you just keep pounding the pavement at, at full speed you need to just kind of learn to run while you're tired a little bit you know just yeah. to, to kind of ease back a bit well and and sometimes i think instead of continuing to push 
we have to stop and check ourselves and say, ask ourselves, why are we doing this? And what is it really? Yeah. Because we can get so caught up in doing something that we forget why we're actually doing it. Uh, I mean, that is exhibit A. Yeah. <laughs> what we do all the time. You yeah, know, that, totally. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's sort of being, uh, I mean, we're going into a lot of different um, paths here, but just sort of being conscious of, of what you're, what you're doing well, even at the moment. Well, and I mean, you're in, you're in my Facebook community. So you know how much I talk about how important it is to set intentions and how different they are from goals. So what do you think the main difference is between intentions and goals? Uh, the, I think the main difference between intentions and goals, let me uh, sort of self think or think this out loud. I would say that um, in, intentions are, or can be um, steps to a goal. Um, they can uh-huh. also, they can also be muted or, um, easily swayed. Uh-huh. Um, it's more, I guess it's more like a temporary or ethereal kind of thing. Whereas your right. goals are, are always, their goals are more like a standard. Right. Um, right. So that, that's what the way I would describe it. Well, and that's a, that's a, that's a, I'm glad that you put it that way because, you know, for the longest time, and I'm almost as a fitness professional, I mean, I'm not sure that this actually puts me in a really good place, but I used to think they were the same thing, you know, mm-hmm. because if you're intentional about something, then you're goal-oriented. That was kind of my my way of thinking. But what I've come to realize even more now is that, you know, to your point, that when you set a goal, you tend to look into the future. And then you have to stop and think, well, how am I going to get to that point? And that's where intentions come. And, you know, I think you said it great where you said, you know, intentions are steps to a goal. But if I can piggyback on that a little bit more, I think it's even more important to realize that intentions are what's right in front of us in terms of what is our priority today. And I think that's probably mm-hmm. where we need the most reminder is that what we do today is really going to set us up for what happens tomorrow. Yes. And I think what happens is when you do that, you sort of get lost in the in a good way. Yeah. And in and, and, and good habits. And then they don't become yeah. drudgery. And then those types of um, then, then you obtain a sense of accomplishment and you're not tempted to yeah. say, I'm just going to go ahead and wreck it. You know, yeah. that, that, that's not going to be at least with most normal thinking that yeah. that would that wouldn't be the case. Well, and I think that it just goes to goes to the to the bigger message that. You know, if you're just focused on what's in front of you today, that's really what you have the most control over. But yet we spend so much time worrying about what might happen next week or what might happen next month, which is completely, Mm -hmm. which completely contributes to us feeling like we're just spinning our wheels and not getting it, you know, and then to you, we just keep saying, oh, well, whatever, I'll just throw in the towel today. It doesn't matter anyway. Well, you're just telling yourself that that's not really the reality. You're just telling yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And it becomes a reality because of the self, you know, the self uh, teachings that you're giving yourself. So exactly. I guess. Yeah. It's like, yeah. This, like the, it's like you might as well just hit play like on a, on a tape player, just keep hitting play in your head. Cause that's what, that's all you're doing. Well put. Okay. Well, good stuff. So why don't you, um, uh, we'll wrap up here pretty soon, but before we do that, why don't you, if you don't mind, just kind of share with my audience a little bit, just, 
just some, you know, based on where you've been and, and what's happened, you know, with your health episode and getting yourself back on track, what pieces of advice would you have for people who maybe are just overthinking or thinking maybe this is just too hard or they have no idea where to begin? What, what would you tell somebody in that instance? Uh, are you saying with disregard something similar to my situation? Well, or it can be, or it can just be if there's somebody out there who's thinking, wow, you know, I just, I have to feel what to do. I know I've got to do something because I just, I can't continue down this path. I mean, what would you, what, what advice would you have for that person? Well, I would, I would sort of hark back to what you were saying before that if you decide to, I think there's very few instances uh, where if you decide to go out on your own, mm-hmm. you know, without any um, external assistance, that that's going to work. Because I think what tends to happen is you are so used to your own trains of thought and the way you and approaches uh, that I would say reach out to uh, someone in the fitness community, um, whether that's a trainer. Um, uh-huh. I, I mean, for several years, I was, you know, before I ever reached this point, I was, uh, or I reached the point um, a few years ago, I was doing boot camps and and I was actually in consultation with that trainer. She was uh-huh. much more than a trainer to me. She was more, yeah. she, she was, she was on me. She was like, okay, what's your food log today? Yeah. Um, that, that type of thing. And uh, yeah. that's something that um, I just maybe think about it. Um, that's something I really sort of took for granted, you know, and, yeah. um, and uh, that, so I would say that would be one thing. I think you have to, um, develop a, or, um, have, uh, it's, it would be even better if you have it, just a, a level of persistence that you're going to have to get used to setbacks, but you're going to also from a positive perspective to say, if you can, if you can embrace, you know, looking ahead and embrace the challenge and, um, I, and no, and, and having the self-confidence that's, that's huge is, is, is developing, um, or, or accruing confidence when you've reached yeah. just a little goal. And then, well, you know, and just continuing on, you know, even right. in spite of the things that try to deter you, you just continue on because, you know, we tend to think that if positive things aren't happening, then what in the world are we doing? And sometimes I've come to believe that it's, it's through the times when we don't feel like we've succeeded, that we actually learn our biggest lessons. Yes, I I think uh, adversity is a good is is it, you know it can be a great teacher you know if you uh-huh. completely understand what the ramifications are to that are are really good. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so, what's one of your goals for the new year then? Uh, well, I definitely need to go see my my doctor. I missed uh, my first appointment. It's taking me six months uh, wow. to get back with him. Uh, so. Um, I had some, you know, here again, I had something come up, come up at work and I'm like, okay, well, I'll just be able to see him in another month. And they were like, they were telling me beforehand, try to make the appointment. So, uh, that's going to be a number one. Um, I know with this particular individual, you know, he, he, you actually have a class that you go to Oh, good. uh, to learn all about keto. Um, and and it's in his office. So it's not like you can just sort of blow it off and, you know, awesome. and, and, and yeah, so, so that's, that's going to be a pretty, um, pretty big step for me. 
Good. Uh, and then also just kind of figuring out to me what sorts of things I can do with this new, you know, approach to eating. Um, okay. Because I'm, because I may not be able to do the types of workouts just for my, my research. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm, in, I'm, I'm really curious about what I can, you know, what, what things I can and can't do. And, and yet um, I'm pretty excited about what, what it's, what's, what's all going to happen. that unless you try it. And, you know, one other point that I find myself continually saying, and it's not because I just say it to say it, I say it because I hear people say this to me is that, you know, we think we need to have all the information before we begin. And sometimes I think we have to start and then we say, oh, well, that doesn't work. So let me just adjust this and I'll just keep going. But we don't mm-hmm. know until we begin. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to dive in. I mean, you just yeah. have to, you know, Jonathan Lipson the Seagull, you just got to take flight, see what happens. And, yeah. um, you know, it. that is, I think a lot of um, my growth over time uh, has been uh, with regard to that. Um, yeah. It's a, it's a huge, it's a huge teacher, I think, for all of us, regardless of where we are on our journeys. Yeah, I, yeah, and it really consciously, um, just even thinking beyond, you know, uh, fitness, when I was in college, I was just really reticent and shy, and um, not that I'm, I would consider myself an extrovert, but I feel like I'm pretty comfortable now getting up in front of people. Yeah. And I ended up taking a major, which that's all I did. It was, yeah. it was debating, it was conversing, it was communicating and writing. And, uh, you know, I think you can apply that, uh, to, you know, maybe someone wants to, maybe if someone will like embrace Pilates or, um, yeah. you know, um, any, any CrossFit, whatever. Yeah. Well, and sometimes we just, you know, we don't know those things until we, you know, all we tend to think about, you know, from our conversation is what we don't know. But instead, mm-hmm. you know, you, if, if you frame it in, in the sense of just being curious, well, what if I do this, what might happen? And it just, it, it, it can really open up a whole nother world for you if you decide mm-hmm. that's what you want for yourself, but you have to decide first. So awesome. You so, do. You do have to have the courage to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So is there anything else that you would like to share with my audience before we sign off for today? Uh, you know, just, uh, I would say just, uh, in the vein of what we were talking about, um, if you, um, you know, take a few steps back this month, uh, that's somewhat to be expected, but just, I'll just sort of, I'll sort of, uh, reinforce this again, just make more right, small steps than, uh, yep. than lapses. Yeah, totally. Well, and just, you know, if you do fall off, just kind of, you know, see it as a teaching moment and just, you know, try to get back on the next day. I think that's something we can, we can all learn. So where can people find you in case they want to talk with you more about your story or have any questions for you? Uh, where can they find me in terms of? Um, yeah, like you're on social media. So you're on Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm on, face, I'm on Facebook, um, uh-huh. Instagram, although I don't use Instagram as much, but pri- but Facebook primarily. Uh-huh. Um, and um, if they want to hit me up at, uh, you know, my duke.edu address, it's fun too. Okay. Terrific. Okay. Well, sometimes I think what we have to realize that is that we're not alone, that there are people out there that are struggling with the same things that we do. And I think we, we tend to think nobody else is going to understand. And to what we talked about at the beginning of the show today is that, you know, if you, you know, you just want to reach out and know that somebody's checking on you, 
You know, I think that's Mm -hmm. probably as important as anything else because, you know, we're, we're meant to be with other people. We're not meant to live alone, you know, and that's for the good times and for the bad times. Yeah. No. Yeah. We're definitely social creatures. I, yeah. I agree. Yeah. And awesome. um, well, I, thanks for, um, thanks pleasure. for joining me today. I really do appreciate it. Uh, I, I, it's the pleasures on this side of the table. I, oh, uh, awesome. Yeah. I've, I've really, uh, it, like I, like I was saying, you know, during these, um, during this talk, there's a couple of things that I've just been reminded to do. Uh, so that's been, been, been valuable for me. Oh, good. We'll see. And that's, that's the best part of it is that it just reinforces to ourselves really what we already know. We tend to think, well, I can't do that because I don't know. And I honestly think that we have the answers inside of us. We just have to be available. So mm-hmm. yeah, whatever that means or looks like for you, and it's different for everybody, but you just need someone to draw them out, you know, just right. sort of a Socratic way of looking at it. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to be holding you accountable for the new year. Now you've pretty much made it <laughs> to the universe, what you want. So we're, we're all going to be, you know, over here cheering for you. Okay. Okay. All right. And I'll be anxious to follow everyone else's progress. I'll be anxious Great. to uh, you know, look forward to your next interview. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Charles, Charles is on our Facebook community, you guys. So, um, so I will, I'll make sure I have his info there. If you have any questions for him after today's, after, um, after you have a chance to let, you know, to listen, or if you have any, you know, anything else to add. So, and for those of you out there that are not in our Facebook community, I want to invite you to come over and join us. You can find us on Facebook in our private community, living your ultimate life through fitness and self-care. We talk about a lot of things over there. Um, today, this week, actually, our focus is on reflecting on 2019, what lessons you've learned, which is what our, my talk today with Charles was so appropriate. So, and really, it just kind of sets you up better for what you want to do in the new year. So, and if you're not on Facebook, please feel free to head over to my website at cufitness.com, the letter C, the letter U, fitness.com, and click contact us and just drop me an email. And you can also find me on Facebook or on Instagram at FitStyleGal um, is my handle over there. So I hope you guys have a fabulous rest of your day and the rest of your week. Thanks again, Charles, for joining me today. Um, Thank you. Paskowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life. Thank you.